Season 1, Episode 27, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. The word perfect there uh, is an old English word and it's in the context here in the Greek. It uh, means complete. The Greek word means complete. As, I don't know, if you finished a puzzle and somebody walked by and said perfect, that would be the use of the word as it's used here, complete. Um, at any rate, um, all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. I remember memorizing this uh, verse quite often in Bible college. Uh, professors came up with their own verses to memorize, and uh, it seemed like every class thought this one was, was a good one for us to memorize, which I was young and dumb and looking for any break I can get. I have I'm working on my 40th memory verse. I've been kind of telling you, I know I was stuck on 27 for a long time, and that was because of Romans, uh, I'm sorry, Psalms 91, verses 1 through 16. I did a podcast on that a couple of days ago. Um, but that that one, it still causes me, uh, I'm not perfect with it every time, but you know, give me another 480 days and I'll probably have that one down solid. Um, all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. I think reproof and correction are probably pretty closely located. Among, for ourselves? Oh, I didn't. Wow, I, maybe I ought to quit that or whatever. Um, reproof and correction. For instruction in righteousness. Yeah, what I'm doing ain't right. Uh, maybe I need to rethink that. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I've said on this, uh, I know I said one time, as I, I listened to these podcasts and listened to all my mistakes, and I, I'm sure you do, do as well, catch them. But um, they, uh, okay, I embarrassed myself, so I forgot what I was talking about. Um, oh, I told you that I had... Uh, memorized 27 and now I'm at 40 but uh, anyway can't remember what I was talking about but I'm going to go to another verse that that I looked up on the same talk, topic of the importance of the scripture and someone that doesn't want to hear what we have to say will, will in the presentation of the gospel of the grace of God sometimes they'll question the word of God I've, I had that early in my Christian life, probably within about a year of being a Christian. I trusted the Lord in November of my senior year in high school, and by November of my freshman year at West Point, known as uh, the plebe year, I was uh, a Sunday school teacher. I think I mentioned that to you before. But I, uh, second grade, the post-chapel, uh, parents wanted their kids taught by uh, cadets. and. Uh, I would want my kids taught by a believer, 
And uh, I was very particular about who taught my kids, so I ended up in junior church for many, many years after they were full grown. But, uh, and I taught kids in school for, for many years. Um, but the, I was, this guy came up to me, this other Sunday school teacher came, we were at a retreat, which was very unusual plebe year, to get away from the academy and be a normal person. Because a plebe is not a normal person. They square every corner. They're completely dressed to include their hat. Uh, maybe we didn't wear it indoors. The only time you wear a hat indoors is when you're undercover. I mean, when you're uh, carrying a weapon. So we would, of course, on our way to a parade. But maybe on the way to class, we carried it in our hand. I don't. It was 40, 40 something years ago. I don't remember. But um, anyway, um, anyway, we went to this uh, Sunday school retreat, and this—I uh, think he was a year ahead of me, so he was an upperclassman. And they told us to quit calling him sir, you know, after a while. I think at, at the academy. I mean, at that retreat. At that retreat it was just—I don't know—a night or two. A long weekend was, I don't know, Friday to Sunday, I think, was a long weekend. So a short weekend was one night. A long weekend was two. I can't remember. This might have been two nights away from the academy. But um, he, he came up to me and said, man, I really admire, you know, your testimony. And, and uh, I, I, but I've got a problem. I don't believe the Bible is the Word of God. So I took him to this verse. I had the habit of writing down in the back of my Bible uh, different notes on different, uh, this is back when we used paper and pen, and different notes on uh, different topics. And one of them was the, uh, uh, the genuineness of God's Word. And uh, one of the verses I'm sure I went to was um, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But the one that really spoke to me and the one I really like to pull out on people is Second uh, Peter um, chapter 1. Uh, let me start in verse 14. I'm, I'm headed to verse 16, but verse 14 says, Knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle. That's a very poetic way of saying, uh, I'm going to die soon. Uh, he was going to be crucified. Peter, uh, Jesus had told him that uh, on the Sea of Galilee when he had saw him after he had risen from the dead. After Jesus had risen from the dead, he caught a, Peter caught a bunch of fish and then realized it was Christ on the shore and swam to him. And do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And uh, and they will take you and stretch out your hands. And Jesus had the the holes in his hands and the hole in his side. And I guess the holes in his feet. And uh, so Peter pretty much knew what that meant. They're going to stretch forth your hands, take you where you don't want to go. Uh, you can read it for yourself in the Book of Acts. Um, but. Uh, and, and Peter goes, what about John? And Jesus says, what, if, what is it to you if John remains alive until I come again? And it started a big rumor that John wasn't going to die. He did live the longest of all the apostles, but 
about 80, 90, is when he was, uh, I don't think he was martyred. I'm not, I, I guess it's not, it doesn't say in the Bible how a lot of people went. But uh, Peter, uh, because of the prophecy of Christ and, and uh, everybody says he was uh, crucified. And it's, I guess, uh, extra biblical, meaning outside the 66 books of the Bible, that he was crucified upside down because he didn't deserve to be crucified the same way his Lord was at any rate. Um, but, okay, verse 14 again. Knowing that shortly I must put off my tabernacle, my body, where I live, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me, i.e. being crucified, He's lived his whole life now with this hanging over his head that he would, they would stretch out his hands. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables. I used to. That's you know, that's what I thought the Bible was. I thought the whole thing about the rainbow and you know, just stuff like that was just uh, you know, kind of. I didn't really care what the Bible had to say. Uh, the only Bible that I knew we had was a giant one that was on the coffee table in the living room, and it had pictures. And I remember once or twice looking through it, but um, not cover to cover, but take a look at some of the pictures, I guess. Um, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables. I just like the fact that God chose those words when we made when unto you, when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's his full royal name, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. But were eyewitnesses of his majesty. An eyewitness account is very, very powerful proof. And one of the arguments I would make and have made for many years is twofold. One, the Bible records all the failures of our heroes, David, Peter, all of them, the guys that wrote it, wrote what happened because all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. So they wrote what they were inspired to write. And uh, they were the writers. God was the author, if you will. Um, I think the number of writers is approximately because sometimes they didn't say, I wrote this book. But uh, I think it's at 40. We have eight or nine for the 27 books of the New Testament, 39 books of the Old Testament. Uh, you can do the math on that. But um, okay, um, okay, I've lost my place here. Okay, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of His Majesty. Sorry, I hit the microphone. Uh, for he received from God honor and glory when there came such a voice unto him from the excellent glory that this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Peter was there. Peter, James, and John. I think that was one of my mistakes as I listened to I mentioned that before. The Mount of Transfiguration. Uh, Peter, James, and John were the inner three of the twelve apostles. 
but were this was where they were eyewitnesses. One of the instances, for he received from God the Father honor and glory, verse 17, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 17, for he received from God the Father and glo- honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from heaven, from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. So, and they couldn't stay awake as I recall. Okay, so word of God, I could probably have done a better job presenting scriptures that, that, uh, but these are two powerful ones. Second Peter 3, 16 and 17, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Now I just remembered what I was trying to say and I forgot to say it because I distracted myself. Uh, the man of God, I, I, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 podcasts ago, I said that, that, uh, that I believe that... Uh, that and I said honestly, I think, which is because you know I guess sometimes I, I don't want to tell you what I think because it sounds weird. But honestly, I, I said honestly, I think ninety-nine percent of the Bible is for believers. If a believer hadn't shown me the gospel of the grace of God in the Word of God, I don't think I would have found it for myself. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How shall they hear without a preacher? So, um, I think you know, I, I want to encourage you to memorize Scripture. I know you guys are a lot busier than I am being retired and my time is my own. And, at any rate, um, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. The man of God may be. This is why believers need to spend time in the Bible. And then they need to teach in their church or start a podcast and leave it for the 144,000, whatever. That um, I left a, a Zoom Bible study last night. It, it ended that last night. It started the end of March. And for eight months, it was a real need in my life to see friendly faces and we weren't going to church. We weren't doing anything when that first started. I was pretty, pretty isolated, and um, and I really enjoyed that. But I'll tell you what: we were trying to say goodbye, but we just couldn't do it. And these, a lot of these guys had to get up and go to work, but they just couldn't leave. I said, finally, said, Al, just hit the button because nobody's leaving until you do that. But uh, there were tears in people's eyes. It was just really, really special. And we even said that we might might continue to do it on the fifth Sunday of every month or the fifth Saturday or the fifth Thursday of every month. That that occurs about every three months. And uh, But uh, anyway, the Word of God is, is awesome. And uh, it's great to find truths in it um, that... Um, like Second Peter 
um, chapter 2, verse 16. Um, oh, I'm, I'm confused here. Second Peter, chapter two, verse sixteen to twenty-one. Second Peter, chapter two, um, verses sixteen to twenty-one. I wrote this down here, and I'm trying to. Am I? I'm in Second Peter. I'm in chapter 2, right before chapter 3, and I'm looking at verse 16. Well, I'm just going to read this. Um, but he was rebuked for his iniquity. Uh, no, we're, I'm not going to read it. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure why I wrote that down. All right, well, welcome to my world. Um, I am going to say adios, which means to God. And I'm going to say, vaya con Dios, which means go with God.